Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Base Life Podcast. Uh, this recording is uh, really special because uh, it signifies that maybe COVID's sort of coming to an end and we're going to move on with our lives. Uh, Brian and I get to sit down with our friends, Caro, Lisa, Johnny, and Rebecca to talk about some uh, really fun new adventures that they're undertaking in Lauterbrunnen, and I could not be more excited for them. I think these are the things that uh, everything they've been working on and um, doing is just sort of culminating at these two new uh, businesses, and I'm really, really excited for them. So without further ado, why don't I uh, let you listen to the podcast. Have a good one. Three, two, one, see ya. You're listening to the Base Life Podcast with your hosts, Randy and Brian. Oh, okay, so like well, if you stick out our tongue, it could touch. <laughs> it could if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> with consent. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm definitely not recording right now. <laughs> no, I'm absolutely recording. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right. Welcome to uh, another episode of the Base Life Podcast. This is kind of a big deal because we got uh, four very busy people in the one room together, and Brian and I were able to cross the border into S- Switzerland legally. <laughs> it's like I wanted to play like the boys are back in town, like uh, Thin Lizzy or something, but there's probably copyright rules against that. Yeah. So, but um, so we are here today to talk about our Lord and I mean um, Alpine Base Hostel opening here very soon and the Lauterbrunnen Adventures. Woo! for dramatic And that's as far as I planned this podcast. <laughs> and go. Go. <laughs> yeah, so thank you. Thank you, Brian. Brian, who is off mic at the moment. Um, so representing uh, Alpine Base Hostel, we have Johnny and Rebecca. Hello. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for doing it. I'm glad we got to do it in person and not like a web thing. Um, and for Lauterbrunnen Adventures, we have Lisa and Caro. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> yeah, Lisa's no stranger to the podcast. She's been on here before. Johnny, you, you did one with uh, Stas. You, you were on that recording. It's a lot of fun. That was so, amazing. Yeah, hopefully we can uh, replicate that. So who wants to go first? Johnny. <laughs> so, so Johnny, yeah, tell us, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your new adventure here. Oh, uh, what's it about? It's uh, the same vibe I think you all know from the past. It's just created again. <laughs> kind of, I don't know what else to do that would be more fun in life. I'm kind of, I have to because I don't know what else, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, so you guys, uh, what was what was the name of this place before? Uh, the base house. The, well, the base well, house yours was the way. base house, but this the, you bought um, this like a. Uh, was the chalet Jungfrau, and it was made for Contiki tours, and all the base jumpers were banned and weren't allowed in the club. Right. Those times are over for sure. 
Yeah, that's that's great. We had a uh, yeah, there was a long period there where base jumpers were not welcome at this uh, this property, and uh, there's a there's a very well known club in the basement. We had a bomb shelter. Known as the bomb shelter that we were always trying to sneak in or get kicked out of, or maybe someone could work us in. And now it's like we're allowed to be here. It's such a it's a liberating feeling. So so at what point did this idea start? Like how did how long ago did this become available and like you decide that you're well, gonna get into the The idea was here since many years. Right. But just we never had the right object. And that we got this building was more a lovely coincidence that the owners did not want it anymore. And that was the moment me and Rebecca were like, Hey that's that's our chance, let's go get it. And after a year of planning, negotiating, and writing down ideas, uh, it actually, yeah, it happened. Yeah, we're here now. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so this isn't your first foray into um, hospitality. Like, you've been doing this kind of thing for a long time, right? Yeah, more than 10 years. As well, Rebecca's from the gastronomical industry, hotel. Um, did it for a long time. have to say I do not appreciate, like, four-star guest attitudes <laughs> backpackers are much more easy much more chill uh, we want to create a place to hang out sit outside have a smoke have a beer and really interact with the guests and just have a kind of an artificial here's your room keys to see you it's really a should be a culture place where people get to meet exchange knowledge that's just much more of a family vibe here that's what, we're, what I think we want to create yeah. I think for those that don't remember, perhaps, because it was quite some time ago now, because we're old. I'm quite happy. P- few people forgot or don't know. <laughs> don't know. It's kind of okay. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's the history. It's where it all began. Yeah. Was it 2011? In 11 it started. So 10 years ago was the original base house. For three years, and then we got banned. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, it's good. I live in the present. Yeah. <laughs> who, who banned you? Uh, the government. Uh, I had to go to court, and they got a ban for three years. Uh, I wasn't allowed to do parties anymore. <laughs> uh, that was uh, after the base race, which I did not have the license to party, like continuous for two days. So I don't think that license exists, to be honest. No, that was <laughs> my problem. Yeah. To tell fifty base jumpers the party's over, that ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, some dude sued me, and he was in the right. Everybody else was happy, but then, yeah, I had to go to court, and, yeah, Johnny couldn't party for three years. <laughs> then I could close that business. Brought me up to Wengen Ski School uh, in the hotel industry, and now we can do this place in a professional manner. Kind of learned. <laughs> yeah, I like that laugh. Kind of, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, professional. <laughs> professional. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's where Beck comes in. <laughs> Let's be honest. No, Johnny, no. Not like that. <laughs> yeah, I think we're a good team. <laughs> Responsible. So what are some of the things uh, people are going to be able to do here? That, um, uh, I mean, cause I was never able to come here. So what, so what can you do? And what are some of these new things that you're, uh, you're bringing into the valley or helping coordinate? Well, the good thing is that it's a place that when jumpers meet and get together, they can exchange knowledge. Like, 
uh, about the exit points, about sitting in the garden, watching other people pack, asking questions. It's a good platform for the exchange. Else, uh, we want to bring life and a young attitude to this place. Not the hostel, but the valley. So we just built a stage for live concerts, wanting to get people together and have a good time. We'll have all kinds of activities, you know, from archery over ping pong, trampolines. It's it's a playground for adults, pretty much, that can't grow up. That's what we want to live. Nice. I also noticed you had a uh, movie theater in there. Yeah. That's really cool. And a gym for those that, uh, you know. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know why I looked at you when I said gym. <laughs> but, uh, That's purely marketing and uh, TripAdvisor pictures. Mm-hmm. The cinema is awesome. So you can also do your debriefing or if there's jump courses, they can use that room. It's much more fun than a projector on a normal table. So you can sit in the cinema, pop a beer and review and debrief your jumps or flights or whatever you did during the day. So people can sit and watch... Videos of high nose tracks. Yeah, with the sound on or the sound off? Oh, sound on, always. I mean, the cinema room will just be. Yeah. The whole time. All kinds of videos, and those you can't find, you can stream. Yeah, like the idea that you can have like a cinema room slash debrief room, like that makes things so much easier. For, for courses and, and groups that are coming through. So, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. And I think we haven't mentioned possibly the most exciting element of the building and possibly the only bit of the building that base jumpers may or may not remember having visited before, the bommy. The club. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, took so a, it took a little while, but we finally are able to get back in. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. We're club owners now. Who would have thought? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> so good. Which is also nice. I want to mention at this point, we got a nice bit of support from Red Bull um, for future events, which will be done and supported. Our friends from Feltless, who are awesome with just sending stuff over. So really appreciate that. And we can open, if this COVID stuff is over, um, we can open that place. will be... Competent in words. A soundproof basement in Lauterbrunnen. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you put it like that way, oh my god, you know what else you can do? Right. Jesus. Like, I think that that entire area is going to get filled with foam at some point. That's what I see. Downstairs. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to yeah. be fun. S- someone mentioned roller skating as well last night. Gypsy. And yeah. that's where, yeah, you're right, Becca comes in. Johnny? No. <laughs> yeah, the, the skating around, nah. Uh, yeah, that might be. We might have a lot of injured people. I mean, so come on, happen. Johnny. You know how you and skating ends. Let's not do skating. Yeah, that was ice skating. That's a different <laughs> story, and it's years ago. <laughs> and I don't remember, so it didn't happen. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Much like every night I've spent in the bomb shelter, to be honest. I don't remember it. It didn't, didn't happen. happen. We, we went ice skating in Grindelwald with uh, Dan and the whole gang, and... I tried to be elegant and graceful, like a flower on ice. And like I a swan. A and uh, I'm two meters tall, so I smashed my head on the ice. But kind of didn't feel it and just kept on skating and asked her every minute, hey, what are we doing? What are we doing? And then she's like, you need to see a doctor. And next thing I wake up, concussed in the hospital. And uh, three days, total blank memory loss. Couldn't 
remember anything. Wow. Yeah. We're still going to do the roller skating. Let's not drift, drift off. Bomb shelter, roller skating session. Yeah, let's not get distracted. <laughs> so a couple of days later, I'm sat in airtime with my parents, and he bounces past, and it's like, oh, hey, parents, this is my friend Johnny. And my friend Johnny goes, I said, how's your head after the ice skating accident? He said, oh, ice skating's dangerous, I'm sticking to base jumping. <laughs> my parents are like, uh, what? <laughs> what? Okay. But th- that's how it works, though. Like, jumpers get hurt when they're not jumping. You know, or like it's a, a weather day and someone gets on the indoor board and then they break their arm or something. True. It's Sledging true. is a regional yeah. killer here. Sledging, walking home, all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Beck, yeah. there's all kinds of cool things going on around this place. So what else besides watching videos of high nose tracks are people going to be able to do around here? I see lots of fun toys. Oh, yeah, we get a whole bunch of games in. So we've got, like, two table football um, machines, got pool table, got darts, got... uh, Oh, we can play poker here. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. There's ping pong Oh, yeah, and... An amazing fucking... What is that? Where did that grill come from? Oh, that was a lucky find. So somebody who was no longer making or needing it for organizing events. Um, I had it and uh, we asked him a few months ago about it. I mean, we were like, ah, we're not sure, you know, but it's bloody impressive. It looks amazing. It's awesome. And then like, um, yeah. And so, yeah, last month we asked him again, if you still had it, if you hadn't sold it yet. And so it was meant to be here (laughs) in this garden instead. No, it's really it's good. It's just a difference if I ask a guy for something and if she asks a guy for something. It's just you a different think? approach, yeah. That could be it. <laughs> With blue eyes. It's definitely the most beautiful view from a grill platz in the valley, for sure. Yeah. It's fantastic. So one of the questions I've, I've got is, what are going to be... Are, have you guys sorted out what the base jumper landing rules are going to be? Like, are we going to be able to land in this field on this side or well actually it's good a lot of jumpers are listening <laughs> um, just out of respect off the farmer on the other side um, the animals really kind of get stressed out I don't think it's a problem when you fly under canopy but if you open it low over the farms it's, it's suboptimal the landings are marked with the landing flags the wind sockets and we will get a system here to say if it's okay or not like a landing cross if it's there you can but you should never land in a not marked field, first of all. Um, the other thing is we have an amazing deal with Air Glacier now. So you can do, over Alpine Base, you can jump with your base rigs. Now kind of re-verify and off you go. Um, then you will be landing at the drop zone if you do that, unless we make little accuracy competitions here. But there will be a selected few people that will let in. So through Alpine Base, you can now uh, schedule heli loads and organize heli loads here exactly. in Lagrange. Exactly. You used to need to have a video permit or documentation writing and official blah, blah, blah. And now we can verify you. And it's uh, super beautiful from our glacier that they have to trust in Rebecca and me to do that. And whenever you guys do it, listen to them, what they say about the altitude and the... 
the direction of the flight plan because if we screw it up, um, that will not be happening anymore. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> but yeah, fly hard. That's awesome. They take you to 3,000 and they trust the, the base rig will work. Nice. That's insane. Yeah, that's that's a long way from where we used to be. <laughs> that's, uh, that's huge, in fact. Um, yeah, because at one point, didn't you also, depending on where you're going, like you had to have a... Uh, like a mountain guide or something like that. Like someone had to be like official if you're going to get dropped somewhere, like um, over the uh, like the Eiger or something. Within the chopper, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like the, the system handling the doors and stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess that's no, slightly different. No Just feels like helicopters are always a pain in the ass to uh, to coordinate. So you still need that, right, for the Eiger? You, you need uh, a mountain guide for, the, the, for mountain, the mushroom. It's different. Like yeah. if you're landing on something, it's different from just jumping out. Yeah. So you do still need all of that mountain guide stuff. Oh, yeah, so no, right. big thank you to Eric Glacier at this point. It's freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah. They're yeah. awesome, hey? Yeah, making their huge strides. New, their new owner started as a helicopter mechanic as a youngster, and he's about our age now, and now he's the, the basis boss of the whole heliport. Yeah, he's and super cool. he's a cool. very open-minded feller and looking towards the future. Super optimistic. It's going to be good. Awesome. How long how long have you been in Lauterbrunnen? Me? Uh, yeah. We can go around the horn if you want. So the, the valley, 14 years. Wow. Tw- tw- no, 12, sorry. 12 years. Before that, every weekend jumping, that's dating back 15 years or so. But living here in the valley for... Started in 2011, 10, 11. Never going back to the city, man. It's just <laughs> not going to happen. Oh, uh, yeah, I turned up uh, winter season 2009-2010. That's when I did my first ski uh, season up in Wangen, and then, yeah, kind of just kept coming back and coming back for the seasons and then decided to do the whole year, and, yeah. So just over 10 years now. Wow. Oh, sorry, we're out of order. I got confused. (laughs) Um, so I first came here in 2010, and then I came back in 2011. <clears throat> um, and I came back for two days, and the plan was to stay for two days. And it's been 10 years, and I'm still here. <laughs> That's how long we know each other, right? Yeah. All of us like 10 years. Yeah. So 2010, there was just this really big tall dude talking about opening a base house. And then 2011, I came back and I was like, wait, you're that big tall dude. Did you open the base house? (laughs) And fair play, he had. Um, But yeah, 10 years. Totally didn't mean to do this, but here I am still. Just as info, it was never my intention to open a a hostel or something like the base house. It's just that all you guys came and drank all my alcohol. (laughs) And at some point I was like, fuck this, I'm going to charge you. And then I got a bar license and then that's how it happened. (laughs) It was never planned. It all happens but accidentally, uh, right? Yeah, right? God has a plan for all of us. <laughs> 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 no, it's awesome because, like, it's like Valley Base Gear started out as a small cupboard in the back of Airtime Cafe, and then ended up getting the sheds and having well, 2019 having a whole house, <laughs> yeah, like a whole building, <laughs> and having like Swiss Day party at the sheds, and oh, it's amazing from from a cupboard to a shed <laughs> living the dream moving on up 
And now handing the baton over to Johnny and Beck. <laughs> now I want to know how long you're here, Caro. At least I talk too much. How long have I been here? I came for the winter season 2016. So roughly four and a half years now. And yeah, same. I wasn't supposed to be here this long. I was supposed to be here for the winter season. And then we were supposed to go and backpack Europe in a van with the money we'd saved for the winter season. Yeah, that... That didn't happen. <laughs> so yeah, stayed for paragliding, airtime paragliding, and then now I'm just here permanently. Yeah. Not Yay. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Ten years later, hopefully I'll be here still. Feels yeah. like a lot longer than that, Carol. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No. What about years? Yeah. Jesus. With a break of six months going to Australia. Yeah. Seems like everybody gets stuck in this valley. Yeah. It's more and more jumpers yeah. coming here, yeah. moving here, buying property. It's it's really nice to see this change of people living here. It's cool, hey? Ten years of now, we're going to own this valley. Yeah. Oh, well, you guys have already started. I mean, there's loads of people buying, buying property, buying businesses, not just you, but you know other people. Yeah, and that's kind of what you're into, right? With a lot of Rune Adventures, like with uh, connecting people. and Yes. Tell us a little more about that. Yes, we are. <laughs> well, with the closing of Valley Base Gear last oh. year. Oh. I know. Um, yeah, Corona sucks. Um, but Caro and I, before, uh, even before that, we've been talking for ages about yeah. how people come here and they don't know what to do, yeah. right? I mean, we actually planned this before Corona, yeah. and then Corona happened, and we were like, "Fuck, okay, we we can't start this now." Yeah, it's like it's, this is a stupid time to start a tourism <laughs> business, but actually, we just figured we have time now, so we'll set up the Instagram, we'll we'll set up, you know, lighterbrunadventure.com, and um, and then hopefully when we have freedom again and people can travel and come back, then they know that we're here, so we can help plan some awesome weekend trips and holidays for people. What are what are some of the uh, activities you guys can can set up? Anything. Yeah, if you can dream it, you, we can do it. We will make it happen. Yeah, even that very lovely first email we got from a random stranger. Yeah, that's <laughs> I never got a reply. Yeah, that was. A By the way, I got blamed for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy, but it was really yeah, good. Right? Carol thinks that I'm into some very interesting uh, <laughs> adventures. Hey, we did reply 100%. to the email. Do you want to let us know what the email was? <laughs> I just went off my corner, like normal. <laughs> Stop laughing. There's nothing wrong with nude sushi on a mountain asking for Somebody different favors. Very model <laughs> <laughs> favors. In alpine fields. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Almost everything. We can do almost everything. Except that. Yeah. Although, I mean... No, no adult industry would be <laughs> See, now, okay, right, now the yeah. image is in your head, right? Now right? it's kind of sexy. I mean, Wherever you do have takes. a basement right? that's soundproof. Yeah, you have a soundproof basement. Yeah. We like a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounded wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's very wrong. Oh, oh, dear God. God. For anyone listening, we do not do any adult stuff. Come on. No, okay, <laughs> we're, we're not Pornhub. No. No. Nope. Would you like some candy? <laughs> <laughs> Come into my basement. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> anyway, yeah. apart from anything porny. <laughs> New word, porny. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, yeah, the idea is that we, we, when you come here, we felt like a lot of people come here and they don't, 
um, they don't know what to do and they don't know where to go. Yeah. Um, so they sometimes miss out on things that would be really good for them. Um, or they just see like the big ticket things and the, the advertised things and they just go straight up the mountain or whatever. And they miss out on a lot of the smaller things and also a lot of the local businesses are missing out on people yeah. because they shoot straight past them to go straight up the mountain. Mm-hmm. So. And when you go straight up the mountain, you don't actually get to see the Swiss culture, which yeah. is why most of people come to Switzerland see the, you know, how they live here, right? Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful views, but it's also nice to, you know see how cheese is made and things like that and um and then but then there's the bigger things as well like that's what we say we like a challenge and we do both love a clipboard oh, true. so yeah like you can you can take helicopters <laughs> yeah stop it we're getting porny again um but yeah you can take helicopters like up to the glacier you, if you want to sip champagne on a glacier we can sort that you want to go for a picnic lunch up in the snow by helicopter, we can totally sort that. Um, sunset boat trip with champagne, we can do that. Yeah, sunset helicopter, boat trips on the lake. Taxi ride from the airport in what Zurich in Geneva. Yeah, you, Take I you mean straight up the mountain and you can go straight to heli skiing. You can actually be from Zurich Airport, from landing in Zurich Airport, you can be up the mountain skiing in winter season um, in about 50 minutes yeah. from Zurich Airport to on skis. For 50 minutes. Yeah. Wow. You you go you basically get changed at the airport. Yep. You got all your gear with you. <laughs> you get yes. on the chopper yep. and you are directly up to the ski area and yep. you get out the chopper on skis and you're there. God, that's so cool. I know, right? So you're targeting like shakes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, the price isn't too bad. I mean, I mean, it's more than the train. Let's be honest. Yes. <laughs> yes, true. But yeah, I mean, it's it it's goes faster from, too, that's though. Cool. Yeah, this is it. But this is what we wanted to do. Whether you're whether you've got a bit of money and you want to do something really cool, like get from Zurich Airport directly to skiing in less than an hour, um, or if you just want to know the best hiking routes and you've got kids, so you need it, you know, pushchair friendly or or whatever. Um, we just we know the hiking routes, we know the cable car times, we know the good places to stop for coffee. Yeah. Um, you want to know how cheese is made? We've got our amazing farmer friend who lives up the mountain all summer. Uh, makes award-winning cheese um so if you want to see how cheese is properly made in the traditional sense um up the up the mountain in the alpine meadows by an exceptionally hot farmer chick then we can also do that (laughs) so anything we just want to make give people like a really you know genuinely a genuine experience of the valley as we know it so every time you come up with one of these cool ideas have you like written all of these down and have you thought about just splashing that on, on LauderbrunAdventures.com? Yeah, we're, well, we're working on it. As we said, we, this, this whole launch has been a bit of like a soft launch because nobody can travel anyway. Mm. Um, but it's, it's, it's coming. Um, but yes, there's so much stuff in our head. It would be a multi-page website at this point. So right. <laughs> you need well, to narrow things down. Just the idea of like, oh, you want to splurge a little? Fly into Zurich. And you can base jump into the valley, and your bags will be there when you show up at Alpine Base. Right? <laughs> It'd be so I mean, cool. How fucking cool would that be? You just have to put it on the page so that people have that idea that that's even possible. Yeah, or I wonder if you could do, like, for those that maybe aren't already jumpers, if they could uh, do, like, a tandem skydive, get picked up at the airport, do a heli tandem, and land 
here. Yeah. With someone waiting with champagne. Heli, <laughs> heli and freefall in your accommodation. You guys in champagne. Yeah, there's alcohol in all. <laughs> we love, we love champagne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. We do. Shut up, Johnny. Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's it. There's a lot of stuff available here that I think that people don't necessarily know about before they come. So our thinking is that they chat to us, they tell us what they're like yep. and, and what they enjoy, enjoy doing themselves and how they see their holiday looking. And, and we put together something just for them. I think you're on a really good thing there because uh, most come train Jungfrau Joch back down home and like literally just seen the top and that's it. Yeah. It's nice you provide a little extra there yeah and i think people also coming mm. here they get very mm. confused with there's a lot of names and there's a lot of um advertised things that are they think well it seems like they think it's all in the same place they don't even understand that there's two sides of the valley and you can't just walk from one to the <laughs> other you know gingerly yeah. you know you or have to organize your day oh yeah that's hilarious that still says you can drive to Vingen. Oh, the amount of time I've been stopped walking, and they're like, how do I drive to Vingen? You, you don't. You can't? No. Your, your application or your GPS is wrong. That's one of my favorite moments in, in <laughs> Vingen, working at the hotel. <laughs> Where are you? In the forest, and I can't drive backwards. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people don't know the difference between Vingen and mm. the top of Europe or Sweden and, and, and Switzerland. Side. Yeah, well, because I had people ask me... Um, you know, if they were, if it was going to be like 90 francs to, to get up to the spot where they go paraglide, I was like, no, 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 like that's like to get to the very top, top of the mountain, but they don't understand those differences. So having people like you that can articulate that. This was it. It was our, um, a big um, push towards starting this finally it was um, our friend Laura, who said, who came from Stuttgart and all she knew was her friend had told her, oh, you have to go up for the views just up so she took the cable car from Lauterbrunnen and said I, I want to go up please so they gave her a ticket just just to Grutschelp just to the top of the cable car <laughs> and not realizing that you know they didn't think well maybe this tourist wants to go to Murren <laughs> so they just sold her a ticket to the top and when she got to the top and realized there was no cute mountain village there she was exceptionally confused and went oh now I need to buy another ticket I need to take the train like it can be quite confusing I think this place and if you've only got a weekend you don't want to waste your time looking up timetables yeah, and working out where to general, eat. I mean, it's, it's confusing. There's no discount on round trips like there is in every other country. And which pass do you get? Yeah, there's like a million passes. That's and yeah. yeah. So that's where we come in. Yeah, and we were actually just talking about this earlier. Um, trains, like you can buy a five-day pass or, you know, a, a multi-day pass. And it doesn't include Klanischadig. It'll get yeah. you to Vengen, and it's the same train, but it's a different track ownership. So all of a sudden, the, go anywhere you want, except except the, there. Yeah. yeah, but you don't know. Like there's no change in like business, or you don't get onto a different colored train and keep going up. It's just really confusing. Yeah, exactly. And we figure that you, you people just don't want to waste their time. You know, you spend the first the first morning of your vacation here, and if you've only got a couple of days, you spend the first half day trying to work out where you're going and what tickets you need. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just painful. So, so, so do people approach you when they arrive, or is the main concept that they like way ahead? Hey, Lisa, Caro, what can we do when we arrive? 
we, or is what we do tomorrow? It kind of, it totally depends. We can do anything. If, if people are just here and they're like, oh, God, we're here, we don't know what to do, then, of course, we're here. Um, but the way we initially thought about it was it's going to be more in advance, people thinking a bit ahead. Um, and it's not so much the people that maybe want a full guided hiking weekend, although we can totally do that as well. It's more the people who travel independently. They've booked their Airbnb. They're happy traveling independently, but they just want a bit of direction as to how to max out their time and make sure they're doing the coolest things for them, whether that be hiking, via ferrata, paragliding, helicopters. Um, we can arrange dinner for the, to, to be ready for them and waiting, like a chef-prepared dinner yeah. at their Airbnb accommodation. So when they arrive at 9 o'clock at night knackered, they just put this beautiful tray bake in the oven and it's done. So we're just here to make the trip as easy as possible, really. Yeah. Although we, I mean, we do book accommodation as well. Yeah. Lots of Airbnbs that we know and hotels. and. So, yeah, if, if somebody's like, ah, we want, ah, there's five of us, help, then we could totally do it all yeah. as well. From the airport if they want to take the train or yep. a personal chauffeur, we can order, get that as well. Yep. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, literally anything. <laughs> we have a lot of people that we know and can contact after 10 years. Well, that's it. There's a lot of cool people here, like we were saying. There's a lot of cool people with a lot of cool businesses, um, mm. and it's just nice to be able to work together, like with you guys, with Alpine Base, and, and all the other sort of the small cafes and things. Everybody suffered over corona, so yeah. it'd just be nice to work together and it's make... the best time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. I loved it. <laughs> And also, I mean, we want to make it local, so we want to use the people we know who have new businesses or just the locals and, and make it really locally and, and also what's it called ecologically friendly. Yes, so, yeah. yep, there's a lot of concern with environmentally friendly travel and things, so yeah. keep everything local, it's good for everybody. All right, I think that's a podcast. That's awesome. You guys all have uh, a lot of experience and time here, and so I have, you can absolutely, in your various uh, new ventures here, uh, help visitors in, uh, in a lot of cool ways, help them save some time, save some money, and, uh, and really get the most out of this valley. And have a really good time. <laughs> thanks, Randy. Yeah, thank no, I, you. I didn't actually want to end the podcast. Oh. I was just joking. Oh, I, like, oh, I thought Randy you wanted to wrap it up and go I'm not, I'm do not, something else. Yeah. I thought you were nodding off. Uh, another, another, now we come to the intimate. Is it time to open the nightclub? Yeah. <laughs> Wake everybody up for a second. Uh, another day goes by and I'm still not funny. <laughs> Does it, doesn't mean I won't stop trying. But. Don't no. give up, Randy. You'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, after you made that joke, if there was a podcast and that five-second break, you, you lost like half the audience. Right. <laughs> well, it's over next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can edit that and shorten the time <laughs> between, and I can add some additional laughter. So that, <laughs> Put the old um, canned laughter in. Yeah. yeah excellent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. So how did COVID treat you guys? Like what? Uh, like uh, we at Brian and I haven't been here in eight months, so uh, we missed you. We yeah. tried. We tried to keep up, but you know, we, but it's you know, it's being here and and being on Instagram are not the same thing. 
And Switzerland has been different, hasn't it, from every other country? I mean, I'm from Norway, if, in case you didn't know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Norway was completely different. England was completely different. And Germany again. So Switzerland was maybe the most open country of all the countries I know. Because nobody comes between the Swiss and skiing. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then in Switzerland, the valley again, very different. Yeah, yeah. true. I, 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 I didn't feel anything of COVID. Okay, the bars are closed and the ski season ended a bit earlier. Yeah. But besides that, man, they did normal daily life. And had a bit more cash because I couldn't spend it in the bar. But it's <laughs> actually a positive effect. But there is I, that. I did not really feel any difference. And for me, the, the luck was we didn't miss out on business while we came down here and could renovate and rebuild and plan. So it was actually really... We could take the best out of that pandemic thing. Well, that yeah, that's it, hey? Because mm-hmm. when, when um, closing Valley Base Gear sucked after t- uh, nine years, and it was like, no, but I don't want to because it's great. And we've got the fun fleets, and we're a crew. And Do you still have the fun fleets? But yeah, well, that's the thing. We, we always have the fun fleets, and we always have the family and the crew. So um, it actually worked out perfectly because then you guys came down here to open this awesome like base house Mark II, and all of the good stuff with Valley Base Gear and stuff is just sort of passed on to this bigger, better, awesome business that you guys have started. So with hindsight, it's actually perfect. I think. Well, hence we're sitting here with beers on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon yeah. with the fun leads. I mean, right. in, a, in a place we used to not be allowed to yeah. come. Like I'm just so overwhelmed with like uh, you know the views and the the what, what you guys are bringing to uh, uh, the community. It's gonna be it's great. How was it for so. you to COVID? Oh well, yeah. I must say, on the best bit for me, in a sense, was the. The sudden moment when all tourism stopped and all of a sudden you're complete, yeah, I would be completely alone hiking or going ski touring or whatever I was doing. And yeah, it was empty, but it actually felt for once like, you know, like, oh, it's all calm and I can look at it and there's no rushing about. There's no, so I know it's an, it was an exceptional situation, but there was a kind of like a nice bit about it as well where uh, you didn't have herds, uh, hordes of tourists going up and down the mountain. And, it kind um, of hit pause on everything, didn't it? Yeah, just like real life stopped. didn't exist. And all the businesses closed down, like in hotellerie, gastronomy, um, yeah, bars. and it, Yeah. It's like hitting reset. Yeah. It's like, right, so that's, it's not going to be like that anymore. So how's it going to be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean... I, and for me personally, it was kind of stressful not knowing money situation, obviously working in the yeah. tourist industry. But yeah, after the initial stress, when you find out, oh yeah, we're getting cursed by it, nice, okay. Does that mean? Okay, it means basically a summer of minimal work, even though I want to work. I got to cycle, picked up road cycling, same as you, Randy. And uh, yeah, I started hiking. And like you said, there's no people. I was just alone. It's great. Which is very different after 2019's insane yeah. season. Oh, yeah. I think I would have had a burnout if I didn't have corona, to be honest. So, in a way, it saved me. <laughs> yeah, Brian and I were stuck in Germany's third largest city, and that, that was it. <laughs> oh, 
guys. <laughs> yeah. It was, Yay. Like I forgot what it's like to to ask someone for food and then they bring it and then I give them money. <laughs> this is such a weird concept to me. I don't I don't get it. Um you're going to an establishment and they serve you alcohol until you say stop. You don't say stop. Right. Who <laughs> says that? Bri- Brian says we got to go. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and the yeah. nice thing is now things are slowly getting back to normal. We are now planning our 2022 comeback, right? Because we've all had big birthdays in lockdown. We need to celebrate We had big them. plans for this year. There were a bunch of people we hitting so some, many plans. some milestone birthdays. But now we just have to do it all in 2022. It's going to be a busy year, guys. That's your... It won't be mine. 24th yeah. birthday this year. My 24th birthday, yeah. yeah. For the 16th yeah. time. 29 again. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, our problem, or my fear, the only fear I have of COVID is... Uh, the club is one of the main income sources of this place because we have really fair, cheap accommodation prices. And I live up to the idea, I don't want to spend a fortune for a bed that I only need for sleeping. So what we do, it's a cheap price, but you can go in the club and waste it day and have fun. I don't think we're going to open it this summer. I really hope we do. But it doesn't look like the situation that the government will say, like, yeah, you can all go down there. So Get wasted, mingle, yeah. <laughs> dribble on each other, yeah, share yeah. body fluids. <laughs> no, that doesn't seem like that's uh, probably not where we should be going. Yeah, so. with <laughs> That just grossed me out. Sorry, sorry, everyone. Right. Do you remember like standing nice at a back. bar and, and standing like like inches away from someone and trying to talk to them? And now I'm just like, oh, gross. Yeah. What, what about the last time you went to a strip club? Could you imagine a stranger just dancing on I you know, now? I mean, normally I'm the one dancing, but you know, just <laughs> thinking about people touching me right now, no. I'm not, yeah, I'm not into it. <laughs> and that is the <laughs> other the other leg of Life to Brew and Adventure. Life to Brew and Adventure stripping.com. you want. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to go to Interlochen for some of those things, but. Do you reckon they have to wear masks? I don't know, but I just thought... That could limit some uh, <laughs> <laughs> options. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, this just, this just took a weird turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, but... <laughs> oh. So sex has a new meaning, right? <laughs> yeah. Just wear the condom, get a mask. One of my early skydiving mentors had a uh, shirt that said, I remember when skydiving was dangerous and se- se- sex was safe. Or flip that, reverse it, maybe, I don't know. But, uh, oh, that's a good one, I like. Yeah. But I'm still thinking about 7 a.m. brothel visits. Do you reckon it's like instead of a morning coffee, do you just pop down the brothel? Brian's like, yeah, huh? Why Why not? They had to take fellatio off the menu with a mask. Yeah, right. It doesn't work. No. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's Wait. not popular oh. anymore. <laughs> Are the brothels open here? Yeah. Apparently. Talking jerk. 
It's the world's oldest profession. Yeah. Behind. It's not legal yeah. in the U.S. by far. Can somebody help me out? So the brothel's open. Yeah. But the chess chess competition club is not allowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what the fuck? Yeah, it's the same in winter when we were standing in the gondola with 60 other people. And you're just standing there going, there's 60 people in this gondola and the ski shop I work in, you could have two people at a time inside. Makes no sense. Because yeah. so. gondolas are COVID-free. Of course. <laughs> you can't travel on gondolas. Yep. Yeah, there were some very confusing rules that we yeah. all had to get our, you know, get to grips with or just like ignore and continue on. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a choice. <laughs> you know, I'm not looking at what I'm <laughs> What they're telling me to do. Probably more politics than actual safety rules. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's it's um. We'll get through it. It's been an interesting time. We're just happy to be back. It's so good to see you guys. It's been so long. Right. So good to long. have you back, guys. Yeah. It's not the same without you turning up every weekend. It's, it's quieter. Yeah. <laughs> I drink less. <laughs> You guys should get like no, special cards here, <laughs> uh, like uh, member cards for this place, because the amount of time you come, we'll have to make some arrangements. Deal. Yeah, we want to be like plank holder guests or something. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. <laughs> Platinum <laughs> members. <laughs> Ooh, <Ryan> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it, but, you know, there are a lot of people in Stuttgart with pent-up travel rage that are ready to go do great things. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, Get down here. So if we can send them send to Send them place, over. Because we have a lot of friends who, like, of course don't want to spend hotel prices, like Starbucks prices or whatever. Like, they're, they're not ready to pay that much, but they also don't want to live in the Horner with a shared bathroom. But they, you know, if you have the amenities you have here with the views and everything else and they can have somebody help them figure out what to do it's like that's a no brainer yeah I mean we've got a one stop shop for doing Lauterbrunnen correct at right. this table right now so. yeah so it's almost 40 years of living in Lauterbrunnen all together right we've got right here mm-hmm. <laughs> so if we don't know it it's not worth knowing yeah <laughs> So it'll be exciting to like try and tag team all of you guys together and make some make some fun fun adventures for everybody. Yeah. Yep. I'm excited to see what sort of collaborations and different different ideas come out of that and then and like what comes out of this place and uh you know because the base jumping community for sure is going to benefit um uh, from from this uh uh, from this adventure, so I'm I'm really stoked to see what happens. Yep, and like Beck and I were talking last night at the fire pit. It's like, yeah, so you you can you can get your like accommodations at different levels, but the things that are available to you here are just like awesome for the folks that are coming over from like the states for their two week base trip. Like this is. This is like base, base heaven 
for you know somebody who wants to have a place to pack and have a place to hang out and have a place to cook and have a place to do all those things. Yeah, the outdoor space that we have here is very, like, it's, we're very lucky to have it because you can use all of that. You've got a beautiful view. You can cook outside. Um, yeah. And there's not any other place here in Lauterbrunnen that has quite that much outdoor space where you can do so many things. So... I mean, my garden did pretty well for a few years, but I think it's about time we moved on from Lisa's yeah, garden. Yeah, that. <laughs> and think about all the weather days. Like you have, you have things to do when you know when the bad weather does come. Yeah, rainy yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, come here as well. It's okay. We can still have fun. at all for that. So that was actually one of the ideas to convert this into a game room, because literally you have to trim up the and then you can't do shit. Mm. But um, so it's important for people coming here to know that we don't have a food offer or stuff we keep it as simple as you as we can but they can use all the kitchen facilities the fridge the barbecue it's like do as you want to keep it nice but it's, it's you can cook when you want to you can have breakfast when you want to and that's really helpful for the guest mm-hmm. yeah. that's awesome where uh johnny do you guys have a website way we can find you online um https double points less less alpinebase.ch alpinebase.ch are you on uh, the social medias that's rebecca's territory yeah we're on instagram alpinebase hostel and we have a facebook page as well so you can find us you can see what we've been doing and all the updates we've been um giving over the last uh, few months little renovation projects and all sorts yeah awesome thank you so where can we find more out about uh, Lauterbrunnen Adventures? Uh, so we've got lauterbrunnenadventure.com, which is a work in progress, as we said. There's going to be more info coming. Um, and we're also on Instagram and Facebook, Lauterbrunnen Adventure. You can find us on there. So keep an eye on that. Give us a follow. And if you come in and plan in a trip, um, then the best thing to do is just WhatsApp or call or email. And we just start a conversation and see see what we can plan for you, yep. right? Yeah, collaborate and listen, maybe. Uh, sorry. Stop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, still not funny. Uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, do you guys have any parting shots, words, things um, that you care to throw in? I was looking at you, Brian, but I didn't actually expect anything. Um, <laughs> Nobody ever does. I'm just happy to be back. <laughs> The gym's over there. Awesome. Well, I, I, uh, it is not lost on me on just how busy you guys are and how challenging it could have been to get this podcast together. But thank you for making it easy and, and fun. And uh, thanks for having us. And you're always thank you're you. always welcome back. And if you decide you want to start your own, uh, I'm happy to help you. <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> Bring on the summer. Bring on the bubbles. <laughs> Who's up for a gloss? Woo. <laughs> All right, but well, this has been a Base Life podcast. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. All right, if you want to know more about our guests, just check out the show notes. And if you want to give us some feedback or reach out to us, you can hit us at baselife2014 at gmail.com, facebook.com backslash the base life, and on Instagram, we're at base.life. All right, thanks.